Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Big game show week this week for me. Big into game shows. So my friend came up with a uh, a game show. Sure. Uh, called The Great Christmas Debate. And uh, he sold it. I don't really know what the details are of how this Seems works. Seems kind of like a limited run. Flash in the pan of the month sure. of December. Holiday baking. Like month. Mariah Carey. Don't, As of June, don't. January 2nd, it will be packed up and put back in its box to be seen next Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. She's thawing. Uh, so she's ready. she's ready. She's so ready. So it's the idea is very cute. It's like, you know, you debate categories in Christmas. So it's mm-hmm. like, what's a better movie, Christmas Story or Elf? And then you have to make your case for it. Mm-hmm. Christmas Story. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah, 100. Do you disagree with me on that? I don't disagree. Okay, I, don't, I don't really have a dog in the fight. Let's fight! That's fighting with Christmas items! Mm, okay. And so uh, we went to go. He's like, we're doing a live taping of this, whatever. It's like a pilot version. It's at Fox News. So we had to go. <laughs> you walk in, you're like, I know, I know. Here's what you look straight ahead. <laughs> don't look anybody in the don't eye. Don't look anybody in the eye. Drink this water slowly. And Wear neutral colors. Don't talk to anybody. Yes, everything beige. Just, you know, just straight ahead. Just do what you got to do. And they ply you with wine before you get in there because they're no fools. What? Yes. They want you to draw all game shows. Here's a fun tip. At Fox News? Everywhere. Listen, Mr. Jones, uh, I don't want your wine. I think if... <laughs> I don't know why Drink everyone seems juice. really tired over here. <laughs> I don't know. They gave me a sheet when I first walked in. They told me to put it on. Is I'm, that strange? I don't wear purple. I don't, <laughs> and I don't do wear white togas. Yeah. <laughs> but drink this juice, Shelby. Wine? And, no. Wine. Every game show I've done, and I've done some like an abnormal amount of game shows, from newlywed game to like road testing other game shows. Sure. They always want you drinking because they know you're more fun if you're a little buzzed. Mm-hmm. And but this time we're just sitting in the audience. So we go in. I'm there for the wine, literally. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. What else am I gonna do? Watch other people play a game while I drink. Sure. And you know, <laughs> I bring my Julesy with me, who now at this point is terrified. We get we go into the main room where it tapes, and I was like, just get a seat in the back. Just get a seat in the back. Get some wine, and we're just gonna sit here and be supportive friends. I don't know how these people took Christmas and made it um, political, but it happened. It You're happened. At Fox, of course it is. They were like Christmas Story <clears throat> or Elf, and they were like, "Well, the elves down in the South are not getting the work that they should because this administration is replacing them with people who are not elves." And I was like, oh, "Where's the red wine? I'll take whatever it is. I don't want to feel anything anymore. Please, just give us more. Just." Leave the bottle in the back row. Elves or Christmas store. I don't know, but abortion is not what the Christ intended. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's exactly what it was. Do you, do you want chocolate or vanilla? Well, I would like uh, not to have free choice. I would like to be told what to do. I would like to, to choose do. what the vanilla is that I have. Do you understand me? At one point, they had a segment where they did Man on the Street, which, of course, was filmed in Nashville. And the guy who's doing the man on the street says, do you guys like Christmas? Puts the mic up to the woman. She goes, of course we do. And it's because we keep Christ in the center. Can I have some more white wine? Do you have any Chardonnay over there? Do you have anything heavier in the green room? Anything? And they also had like munchkins, Dunkin' Donuts munchkins. And at that point, Jules was like, ha, ha, ha. We're just eating and drinking. But shouldn't we actually be calling them little bites? Because that's, that's the appropriate Sorry, time. it is. And now we call the munchkins because USA. At one point, they started chanting USA. I'm not kidding. And I was like, this for is good. what? I don't know. For for literally, it was like, oh, is Die Hard trees. a Christmas movie? No, Christmas trees. Artificial or real? Oh, artificial or real. Oh, made There was USA. a debate about, would you like, okay, it, this is all it's meant to be. Christmas trees, artificial or real. We want real because they smell good in the house. And you make a funny case for whatever that is. No, 
The chick gets up and she goes, I just want to say real because America has some of the best farms ever. And if you get a real tree, it supports America's farmers. And then they all started chanting USA. And I was like, you know what we are right now? We're the people who happened to go visit D.C. on January 6th that got swept up in a tide of humans mm. that you're like, where's everybody going? Is there a oh, sale at Target? Oh, that's pretty. Oh, my God. Hello. There must be some kind of pep rally or something. Oh, I guess they're what letting the people do tours oh today. Oh I didn't oh know. God. Oh, my God. Man, ow, 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 it's burning. That's who me and Jules are in life. And we, <laughs> we're at the middle of people chanting USA at Fox News in the middle of New York, drinking wine like someone was taking it away from us. Any way you cut it, I drank Fox News out of house and home, and that's the way I feel like I was bringing down the man. Oh, my God. It was a big game show day. So after that, once the buzz wore off, it got really blue. I was like, we got to get out of here. It it was on hour two, and And I'm looking for windows anywhere. And there's a reason why all of the studios are like in bunkers underground. You cannot escape. Mm -hmm. There was nowhere for me to go. I was trapped. I so, saw my first movie on the, in a movie theater. And what was it? Well, I don't remember the last time I saw a movie in the movie theater. That's how long it's been. So last night we saw Bros, the gay rom-com. Oh, and what is your review? I do appreciate that there's a Mariah Carey Heartbreaker remix in the middle of the film. Okay. Which I enjoy. Okay, good. As you should. Okay, there's a couple things that are seriously wrong with it. So it's written and mostly stars gay men. You had me. So there's some technical spots here. Now, it's present day. <laughs> okay. Um, Billy Eichner is the lead. Yes. And he is now going after Luke Skywalker. McFarlane. Oh. Who's mainly shirtless the entire time. And I don't remember him looking this good in Brothers and Sisters. But this time it's like... Someone you, got on keto, got with a trainer. You must be doing porn or some. This is amazing. Yeah. And then anytime he, either one of them hook up, it, we're back in 1999. One is wearing boxer shorts and the other one is wearing boxer briefs. And I'm immediately like, this is not, this is fake. This is not real. Wait a minute. What, what the fuck is happening? Why are you, I don't understand. Wait, this. what's the issue that the people didn't what's wear boxer issue? briefs in the 90s? They only wore boxer briefs. This is the year 2022. So these two are hooking up. One's wearing boxers and one wearing boxer briefs. Oh, I thought you meant there were flashbacks, though. No, 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 Like to them first meeting or something. Then there's another scene, which I also don't understand. They're at a holiday party, and they decide to have um, sex at this party. I don't know if it's at their... It's unclear (laughs) what... um, Whose house this is, but it's full with guests. So they decide to have a foursome in one of the bedrooms. They, it's a couple, a couple things. Okay. A foursome at someone's house, maybe. All the lights are on in oh. the room. Overhead? All of them. Oh. They don't lock the door. All four of them are wearing, none of them are wearing briefs or any kind of little underwear. It's all big underwear, which also is like, that doesn't, that's not real. A clunky boxer? Right. So the biggest issue and, and you also, have. Uh, and also, like, after about five minutes, all of your clothes are off. Anybody's had a foursome. All of your clothes are normally off <laughs> within about tell five minutes. Tell me about it. I, don't, so I they can't keep even writhing tell you. on each other. Everyone's clothes are still on. At one point, it looks like Luke McFarlane is being fucked by some other guy. And then they pan out, and his boxers are on. You're like, this is, I felt like Kathy Bates in Misery. I'm like, that's not what happened. I went, I was like, I thought I was going to scream. You're the lady from the Geico commercials. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. works. I was like, this is insane. I'm like, this was written by a gay man. I don't understand. Well, we, first of all, you know that he has to maintain a rating. It's rated R. Yeah, but you can't, you can't. Here's my theory. Cock kills comedy. I didn't ask for cock. Well, you clearly have if you want any sort of nudity. Do you want ass? I would like, it's a Like, gay... are we talking like a Zucker Brothers movie? Like, a Zucker Brothers movie proved that boobs are funny. Uh-huh. This isn't... Ass is appropriate. Right. And cock That's all I cock. want. Yeah, I don't want, I don't need to, I don't need to flaccid dick. Okay. I'm talking about one ass. One ass. Just one ass. Okay. You have two, you have a bunch of gay sex scenes and you have no ass. I'm... And not only that... You have boxers you... on them. That seems to be the and biggest thing And then they go to the you. beach. 
In boxers? The beach, and they're drinking Michelob Ultra. Like, what homosexual is drinking this? And Luke McFarlane, yet again, has, like, long shorts on. And then, what's his name? Billy Eichner's wearing a shirt on the beach. So the other one is roasting in his <laughs> boxer whatever uh, trunks. Mm-hmm. Billy's wearing a shirt, sunglasses, shoes, and shorts. I'm like, this is not where the f-? And they're at P-Town. I'm like, this is insane. Okay, I don't think that bros had the money and the budget to have dramaturgical work. It is a full-budget studio gay film. I-, I understand that. If you can give me boobs and airplane, you can give me... An a ass highly tanned, a single, tight, shot beautiful, hairless. I'm not asking ass. for much. I know you're not. They I think show you're more, more on Sex in the City than they do in Bros. Touche, touche. I'm sure that it, it took like some. Like when Miranda wh- rims that guy, that's on HBO. <laughs> it's a r- fiery redhead rimming clearly a homosexual. And who do you think her stunt double was? I could smell it from here. (laughs) I'm so sorry that you did not get everything out of bros that you wanted to. And I think that the issue is more you're offended by the presence of boxer shorts in general. Have you ever worn boxers? Yeah, when I was closeted and I didn't know any better. Well, my young James, he's a boxer briefs kind of guy. He is. Not a tidy whitey. It's just different for straight men than gay men. But he That's is not. Uh, but even I am. I understand. He bought a pack of undies the other day that okay. he thought was boxer briefs, and they turned out to be boxers. He mm. didn't read the fine print. So now he's been walking around in boxers, and he looks like a divorced dad from 1986. There is something that clanks in this day and age for the boxer. So I support you on this right. issue. There is that a you new take. tailored boxer, but yet I still don't understand. It's, Why? I'd... It would get bunched up underneath your pants, I would think. Correct. All right. Well, anyway, Jules is a middle-aged divorced dad looking for some love. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Michael Myers. And I am Judy Tenuta. <gasps> and we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Trick or treat, smell my feet. I've got something sweet to eat. Ew. Oh, nobody expected it to stop that quickly. Wow, that's... That was abrupt. And we're abrupt, too, because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you abrupt articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're uh, letting them walk across the street, and then we're slowly chasing after them until we kill them very slowly and easily, like Mike Myers does Halloween. So... <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> that was my ghost voice. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official, on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. We have a website, DearPodOfficial.com. Our email address, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Or slide into our sexy DMs at DearPodOfficial and drop us a question, an advice question, anything that you want that could be answered by the both of us on the air. We're completely unqualified, and we want to hear what your problems are. Yes. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, including such special things as... Birthday shout-outs. That's right. It's time for a birthday shout-out. October 30th, Marianne Ferris is going to be celebrating another trip around the sun. She's small. She's Italian. She's my mother-in-law. And I don't think she's a Patreon subscriber, so she's getting a freebie this week, damn it. I guess it's a pity thing. I mean, my Jules is her son. So, you know, we'll give her a little bit here and there and everywhere. Did you have something to say? You want to say happy birthday to Marianne Ferris? Happy, happy, happy birthday. Wow, that was so gentle and delicate and f- triple happies. That's well, Lottie Doll, look at you. Just roll the, uh, what do, what do they like to play? What are those, slot Slots. machines? Yeah. What'd you call me? She got a triple, you're a slut machine. <laughs> and I won't run for nobody you're, but you. You are a slut machine. Mary Ann Ferris, you are a slut machine. So happy birthday (laughs) to my mother-in-law. She loves to cross herself whenever she sees an ambulance go by. She's very Italian. If you're driving in a car with her and she sees an ambulance go by, she always does the sign of the cross on her. And I was like, if we drive into New York, she's going to knock herself out. Yeah. 
Yeah, you better get comfortable. Her right arm is going to be huge. Yeah. Mm. Going to do some Arnold's. Italiano mother-in-law. Oh, she likes those weird Italian cookies, too. So maybe we'll send her some of those. Those things that have no taste. Pizzelles? Oh, I hate those. Because they taste, I hate Pizzelles or Pizzellis or whatever you call what you, them. What are you talking Pizzellis. about? Pizzellis. Like it's, like, it's like a doily but with powdered sugar on it. Yeah, it's terrible. What? Because it has a little bit of a black um, licorice taste to it. Anus? Anus seed? Everybody Whatever you call anus. it. Anus? This tastes like anus. Pizzellis. <laughs> these, these anuses taste like, well. Pizzanus. See, they didn't have any Pizzellis in Bro's movie, and I'm sorry for that. Very anti-anus. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. So, oh, and a special shout out while I'm here to the good folks at Keith and the Girl, the Keith and the Girl podcast. They had me on as a guest a few weeks ago, and they had me on as a guest last night in their uh their game show that they have, which is called Silent Trailers, which, oh my God. You know, you and I say that we would be very good partners on any game show. This was our show. And you can watch it on YouTube. You can see my episode. Don't don't, don't mess up our goods and our... Oh he's hitting his mic. He's so angry. And um, so in the Silent Trailer game show, Kemda, who is one of the two, she's the girl of Keith and the girl. She doesn't know anything. She's so got bad at like pop culture and movies. She doesn't even know who a lot of actors are. Mm-hmm. She has to watch a trailer to a movie that's completely silent, and she just has to explain what she's seeing as she's seeing it, and then you have to guess what the movie is. It's a great concept for a show. And Keith is a self-proclaimed uh, champ at all movies, and art, and it's four people against him, and we beat him. Very proud to say, but did God, to, I get competitive. Did you have to narrate it and then figure out? She's she's explaining. So she was like, um, um, "There's you're in a library. You see books. Uh, the the Dewey Decimal System cards are that they're opening, and all the cards are flying out. Cards are flying out. Exactly. <clears throat> and I got so into it. I loved playing it. And um, somebody who works on the show, I think his name is Jordan. I didn't get because he had a you know, the, the fake name under the little banner. Sure. Uh, he's a Deer Pod super fan. Oh. And he sent me a message saying he loves oh. the pod, oh. and he promoted Deer Pod uh, to, to their fan base. So I say thank you for oh, that. Lovely. It was lovely. He's a big lovely. fan, and he knew all about specialty cocktails, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so honored. I thought it was just oh. my mother that oh. listened to this. <laughs> it is. But my parents, you could watch it along, so they have live streams, so you can watch the show happening in real time, and then you go to their YouTube page, and you can watch the whole episode there. My internet crapped out in the middle of it, which was bad. But I came back on. And uh, my father was watching it, apparently, at home in real time along with me. And I did not get Karate Kid. There's a, the remake of Karate Kid. Oh. And he is I apparently sitting at home. My father, who is so mellow and mild-mannered, was apparently sitting at home going, Karate Kid! And he's yelling it like Yogi Bear. And I, I, yeah, I apparently gave him an attack because I couldn't get to Karate Kid fast enough. You ever want to see the worst of my father? Bring him to a trivia night. Who remade Karate Kid? I think it was Jaden Smith, right? Will Smith's son? Ugh. Why? I mean, because we have to remake everything. But, yeah, I remember that. That was like, you know, mid-2000s. It was, a, it was a dark time for, for films. We're like, let's go back and redo everything. Let's change it all. You don't want to remake Never Ending Story. What? Excuse me? Yeah. Why, are they, why do they want to ruin my childhood by doing that? They want to remake Never Ending Story. They Never Ending Story. Okay. Do you want to know? Do you remember it? Not really. It's like the giant horse. and. You know, you really downplay my childhood sometimes. Hey, I wasn't raised on these things. Look, how were you not raised on Never Ending Story, though? Because that was, like, standard issue. For what? Kids everywhere. I have no recollection of this movie. No recollection. Atreyu. What? Atreyu, the lead guy, kid. Uh-huh. Uh, he's on a Never Ending Story. <laughs> wow. This is a Never Ending Breakdown. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he has a huge dog that he rides named Falcor. They go on all this crazy, these crazy adventures, and Does basically, he fly? 
Uh, Falcor does, yes. A dog that flies. Yes. Okay. Yes. What do you say? Should we talk about the theme of the day? Sure. I think it's time. All right. This week, like all weeks, we have a theme, and we find articles to go with that theme. And this week's theme, in keeping with the Halloween, because it is a creepy month. Ooh. Halloween. Wayans. At least. <laughs> Marlon Wayans. Uh, we, our theme this week is clowns. Clowns, everybody. Clowns Nobody likes them. Coffee. Clowns. In, ew. How did they give it? There's so many clowns in this coffee. My God. Get out of there. Nobody likes a clown. No child. And yet they have been thrust upon us, and especially in the childhood. Have you ever? Have you ever liked a clown? No. I can say that. Absolutely. And my Jules spent many years of his life as a party clown. I hear you, and I honor his journey. I. It also explains why his safe word is... I, I honor his jerk. I, I don't. I don't like Ronald. I liked it when they changed up, like, the representation of McDonald's. Wait, what? I didn't like He's not still a thing? He's still a thing. He's not a majority. Like, he's, you know. He's, he's not so front and center in their commercials, you mean? Right, because okay. it's fucking terrifying. Weirdly, I was not scared by Ronald McDonald. I'm not scared of him. I think he's a fucking creep. Oh, that was my friend's father. <laughs> Let's not forget Lexi, if you're out there, sorry about your dad. She grew up with him as a clown. And didn't I, I tell you I went colors. to his house and the, the bathroom is all clowns, like yeah. top to bottom, which of all the places where you need to, like, relax your sphincter and you're surrounded by clowns, like toilet clown, sink toilet. clown, toilet clown. Uh, I just I just never, I think it's the color combination. I yeah, also it's don't the like red white, and the yellows. And, and, you know, White face paint never looks good. Face paint in general doesn't look good because it makes everyone's teeth look yellow. Yeah, and John Wayne Gacy really ruined it for a lot of clowns. I'll say. Yeah. Talk about bad representation. I just don't, I think it's like the cost. I don't know. It's all of it's like, come on. And my uncle was a clown. He was a Shriner clown. And it would scare the shit out of me when he'd just randomly show up at parties, like family parties, having come from like a Shriner event. In, in his clown. I'll have to ask Moth what the in name of his, his clown. In his clown. He's clown. They all have names. All the you have to name your clown. I am so uncomfortable. Count <laughs> Uh Jules's clown's name was Dudley. Moore. I assume. Sure. Now that's a fun clown. It's if Dudley clown. Moore came into my child party, yeah. I'd be like, this is amazing. <laughs> I like this clown. Who's got a birthday to celebrate? Right now? Get, get Uncle Dudley another chin. You're, you're pissing on the cake. <laughs> this cake tastes like piss. That's he right. opened all the presents. My God. This cake tastes like piss. This actually sounds more like Keith Richards, but still, you get the idea. Yeah, I think everybody gets it. His clown was named Dudley, and, and right here in the Maha Atiki Lounge in the Pineapple Ranch, we are surrounded by pictures of clowns. I just want the record to state, it's not cool. That's why I'm making eye contact, because I don't trust I know, them. there is a terrifying picture of Jules behind me that we will give to the Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash If you look it directly in the eyes, it follows you around the room. I bet. Yeah, it's a really intense picture of my Jules that he thinks is very artsy. Read, terrifying to the rest of the world. I also don't like French clowns, because they all look oh. like Lisa Stansfield. Oh. Being the, around the world and I, I, I. Yeah, they've got like the puffy sleeves and like that, like swim a beret, cap. yeah. Or like if they don't have the beret, it's like that very tight, oh, yes. slicked hair, and yes. then like, uh, like the random mole, and velvet it, choker, it, yeah. And it just feels like at least a stance. <laughs> you look like a <laughs> kids. We have a special treat for you. Happy birthday, Tommy! We got you a clown. He loves. He Being loves around his... the world and I. I, I I can't find my baby. Tommy loves adult contemporary. Why why he's going away. (laughs) I don't know where he can be. My my Tommy. Happy birthday. But I'm going to find him. The kids are like. (laughs) 
and Tommy and Tommy's like, "Don't you understand? They had a relationship, and he left, and she is looking for him." Maybe this was your birthday yeah. party, actually. <laughs> she doesn't want anyone else, and she can't find him, and she can't live her life without him. How do you not understand that? Children Are we have macaroni and cheese. Are you serious? <laughs> she is here pouring her heart out for us. And all you can think about is pizza? Jesus Some Christ. Respect. She's wearing a Valentino blouse <laughs> and she slicked her hair back. She's been around the world and I, 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 I can't find my baby. And I don't know where he may be, but she's going to find him. And I don't know why he's gone away. God damn it, Jimmy. Put the ice cream cake down and listen God. to the woman. <laughs> all you want to do is fucking color. Let's help her find him. Jesus. Happy birthday. Fuck off. I'm going outside for a cigarette. Uh, uh, cancel the party. Lisa, come outside. Come on, let's talk about this. Do I'll like help clothes? you find him. <laughs> I, hate, I hate a French clown. I hate a French clown more than a regular, regular old American clown. I hate them. I hate all versions. I hated of those clown. like those like French clown masks that. Like, oh, like were popular in the eighties, right? That you'd hang on your wall and just like yes. the black tear or whatever. I'm like, this is fucking. Creepy. <laughs> it's so creepy. In any way, they're terrifying. Yeah. So it's we're a- gonna keep unpacking this throughout the the episode because we have a lot to say on this topic. Apparently, so let's get into it. Articles on clowns. I like Elisa Stansfield clown. <laughs> Is Lisa available? My son is celebrating his seventh birthday. How much does Lisa charge for children's parties and bat mitzvahs? Hmm. If she's not around, is Basha around? Just... No, the best we can do is Lisa Loeb. Mm. You know what? It's just not the same. Okay, well, we'll call you if anything opens up. We want someone a little up. bit more that's gone through a little bit more. Okay, feels a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. I just feel like she's a little bit too happy. Sinead O'Connor was on our roster, but... Uh, but, 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 but we're not oh. trying to kill the kids. Okay. All right. Well, we'll let you know if she's available. <laughs> All right, but no. Thank you for calling FrenchPartyClowns.com. <laughs> By any chance. Is Natalie Merchant around? You know, she's booked on that day. Mm. Unless the... you move the party to earlier, because she's known to do, you know... She's on the Atlantis cruise. Wow. <laughs> oh. It, that's a... That is... Wow, okay. Do we have to pay extra for the floral skirt? (laughs) (laughs) And the crop top? Huh. All right. All right. Clowns is the theme. Let's see what we found. Okay. This is from the Brattleboro Reformer, Brattleboro, Vermont. Wow. November 6th, 1993. Makes their own cheese. Clown suits, vanishing actors, no joke to angry neighbor. That's clunky. A lot of words. <laughs> Dear Abby, several years ago, on my way to a Halloween party, I stopped by a neighbor's house to show her my brand new clown costume. Later, she asked if she could borrow it to wear to a party. I graciously lent her my costume for one occasion. When I asked her some weeks later to please return my costume, she said she had to wash it. Ew. Abby, over the years, I asked her repeatedly for my costume. Her answer was always, I'll have it to you for, for you tomorrow. Etc. But I never did see my clown costume, clown costume again. Now she says she can't find it. Once she even told me she was sure she returned it. Another time she said, I thought you gave it to me to keep. She offered to buy me another costume. I think she should buy herself one and quit clowning around. What do you think? And I'll Signed, never... not funny in Longview, Texas. And I'll <clears throat> never have that clown costume again. <laughs> I don't even care what the Stupid. answer is at this point, but go ahead. Dear not, I think your neighbor probably let someone else borrow it and has never returned it. Or else she has it suck away somewhere and she can't find it. In any case, you can replace it or write it off as a total loss or ask her to reimburse you for it. This is very practical. It is very practical. I think the bottom line is she took the costume and burned it, like Something all good happened. people she, should. Someone She had sex in the costume, and she ruined it. Oh, yes. If she said she had to clean it, what happened? Which is also a very niche thing, clown dress up. 
What? Which I'm sure is definitely a kinky category. What are you talking about? Dressing up as a clown. For what? Sexy, sexy time. That's not, that is not. For the movie Bros. That is terrifying. (laughs) If I walked in and someone was like, you like this? I'd be like, I am not only absolutely not. not. I probably would, I would probably think, you know, the other thing is that poltergeist clown, even though it's a (gasps) doll dressed up as a clown, no. No, because they know. They've turned clowns into evil. It, the poltergeist clown, killer clowns from outer space. I mean, John Wayne, yes, he was a movie. At some point. It just doesn't, I mean. It. The it clown. Yeah. No. First of all, offended that its hair kind of looks like me. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, yes. That was one of the more terrifying clowns. Correct. It had them sharp Christopher Walken teeth. Yeah. Ah. Just... Well, we don't really know what he did, did we? Like, did he eat the kids' souls? Did he eat the kids? He was a data entry clerk. Oh. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Everyone needs a job. Solid work. Hey, Carl. Um, love the hair. Hey. Uh, there's a torso in the break room. Yeah, don't touch it. My name's on it. Fair enough. Someone ate the arm last time, and I clearly labeled it in a brown paper bag. Fair. That's fair. Okay. You want these reports by the end of the day? Actually, whenever you got it. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to go to my uh, office. And they I'm all gonna, float down there. I'm going to lock the door and then put my desk up in front. All right. I'll be in through the grate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, I have an article for you that's a little bit different in tone, uh, mainly because I just put the word clown into the search engine. And here's what I got. This one comes from the Oshkosh Northwestern, July 7th, 1975. Clown seeks spotlight in Barnyard. Dear Ann Landers, this letter will never appear in your column because it's so crazy. So then you should have just stopped writing it right there. (laughs) But I'm going to write it anyway because I have to let off steam. My boyfriend and I have been... My boyfriend and I have been going together for ten months. Ed's a nice guy, but he gets unhappy if he isn't the center of attention. When we are with family or friends and Ed can't get the spotlight, he begins to make animal sounds. Ed was raised on a farm and can do the whole barnyard. His cow imitations are so lifelike you wouldn't believe it. I find this gimmick childish and annoying. His cackling, crowing, quacking, clucking, and barking has derailed many a good conversation. Any suggestions? Signed, Ed's girl. Or Mr. Ed's girl. I don't know. Dear girl, when someone else tells Ed to stop making a jackass out of himself, he'll probably quit. I hope it happens soon. Until then... Ignore this clown. I landed on the word clown. Clown. Clown! This guy's a clown, damn it. I don't think I like the word clown either. Everything about it. Everything about the clowning aspect. I I, I just, I hate. And when I was in high school and we were like applying to colleges, my guidance counselor called me into his office and he slid an application across the table to me for Clown College. Clown College. Which is also Yale. Am I right, ladies? Ah! I just... And there is a Clown College. It's Ringling and Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Ringling Brothers and Ringling Brothers, Red Leather, Yellow Leather. And and you could, like, I don't know, you could have your dorm in the foam rubber room... There was a lot going on. I actually looked at it. Like, I read through the whole thing because I was like, this will be something eventually that I can at least use. I would rather do Cirque du Soleil than that. But I don't want to do Cirque I don't want to do any of it. Oh, and <laughs> I, speaking of French clowns, I spent a summer working at Bush Gardens. In the West Florida Sun? In the, uh, t- no, the Virginia, whatever that, you know how there's two different, there's two different bushes. Because they were like, let's build a whole amusement park on beer. Great. Abs- sounds like a great idea, Carl. Yeah. Great. You'll be in the break room. And I was a French singer. I got fired from there. Did I ever tell you this? For I got what? fired from Bush Gardens. <laughs> Perhaps. I, I, it was, let's just say that we had creative differences. Oh. I hated it, and they did not. So we sort of mutually went, I don't enjoy doing whatever this is, because I was a French singer. It was me and this other guy, Daniel. And all we did was walk around. You were not allowed to leave your country wherever you were placed. 
So if I was in France, if I was placed in France, I could not go over to, you know, where Bush Gardens is divided by like countries. No it's kind of Epcot-ish. Okay. I feel like if you worked at Epcot and you were in the Japan section and they said, you're not allowed to leave Japan. Makes sense. Which was pretty much COVID times. Yeah. So I worked in France, was not allowed to leave France. Hated it. Hated the guy I was partnered with. And I was a strolling performer, which is like one step above janitor. Really. I hate uh, this. I hate this. It's everything we hate. It's that interactive sort of, everybody sing. And I had to sing a whole bunch of French songs. You like comedy? Yeah, exactly. I was the you like comedy of the French section of Bush Gardens. I was a hotcha whoopee girl. Very thankless. And I had to learn a whole bunch of French songs, which everything has been pushed out of my brain. When I think of like how many, I never spoke a lick of French. I don't know why they were like this, this girl. Dominique, Nique, Nique, Antichame, Antoulou, Nepal, Que du bon Dieu. I guess I know more French than Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Who doesn't love Dominique? Who doesn't Am I right, love lady? the singing nun? Is she remixing it? I don't know. <laughs> Where'd the beatbox come from? Is she doing that with her own mouth? Like Is that the worm? It's amazing. Like that acapella group? Yeah. And, and so... In this little section, it was me and this other kid who I couldn't stand. We had a dressing room. And they had a French clown come in, an actual guy from France no. who did not bathe. And they put him in the dressing room with us. So now it's me, this guy I cannot stand, and a French clown. Lisa Stansfield <laughs> is in this dressing room with me. Let me guess. You've been around the world. And I, I, I. How, how do you say I in France? I. We, we, we. We can't see my baby. Well, we means yes. Oh, shit. Yes, 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 baby. Yes, yes, yes. And it, uh. like, so now I'm forced to face all my fears, this French clown. But he's one of those weird French clowns that didn't wear makeup. It was sort of circus, you know, where it's just like, oh, he just, he walks on a a tightrope type thing. Like a mime? And then, yes, it was not far, it was one step left of mime, which is the next worst thing in the arena of the clown. Mimes want to be punched. You're asking for it. Anyone that says, I want to be a mime, is a sadist. My friend's father was a famous mime. <laughs> I've, sure. I have weird, sure. weird connections with these things, and I hate all of them. And then for some reason, now I'm thinking, it's like I'm literally rediscovering this right now in real time on the air. You dated a mime. I I'm not surprised if I would. I have very low standards. Yeah. Ask my jewels. Okay. And that weird French guy, like I, I lived in a house on the William and Mary College campus because it was in Virginia. Like we, It was like an Airbnb before Airbnbs. Sure. And it was me and my other friend who was working in England and never got to see him because I wasn't allowed to leave the country. Right. The freak French country. Yeah. But we lived in this big house and we had this extra room. And for some reason, he said yes to letting the French clown live with us. <laughs> so I spent a summer with a stinky French clown in the house, but he was sort of only there for like half the time. Like he came over like on a work visa for three weeks or something. So he's staying in my house. Someone left the clown out in, in the, the rain. And I don't think I can take it. Because he, he smells so bad. He smells like he's been baking. <laughs> and he built a slack wire in the backyard. He just took a rope. It was exactly what it sounds like. It's just a slack yeah. rope. And he would just go out there with a <laughs> an umbrella and walk on the slack wire. And I remember looking at it from my window. <laughs> I was like, I hate this guy. <laughs> I, 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 this is a fever dream I've like recovered right now. I, I feel like it'd be like, I have watched this for an hour now. What is the what point? What am I doing here? And then I started just throwing ones down. I was like, good for you. This asshole. Are you busking in the backyard? You look down, you're like like five feet of like cigarette butts. Just ash. Yeah. What the fuck, the fuck is I going on doing? in my backyard? What is my life all about? What is my life? Where did all these... Raccoons and squirrels. He's been here three weeks. He hasn't taken a Am shower. Am I right, Steve-O? But he built nice a whole circus in the backyard. Take some time to bathe. Hmm. I really wanted to hose him down. Oh, the smell. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to go through this, you guys, but oh. I'm working through the pieces oh, of my 
Yeah. Very disturbed past. Pieces of me, Brittany. I get it. I oh, get my it. God. Give me your next Lisa Stansfield. This is from the Jackson Sun, Jackson Sun, Tennessee, November 13th, 1966. Clown, not funny. Tell me about Dear it. Dear Abby, I work in an office with three other girls, and there are about 30 sales and servicemen coming in and out of all the time. One salesman who is, the, who is new with the company is a great kidder. The first week he said to me, say, I hear it's National Dairy Week. And and anyone. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hate this guy already. Say, I hear it's National Dairy Week. And everyone is supposed to take a cow to lunch. How about having lunch with me? <gasps> oh, my God. If ever there was a case to punch a clown in the throat. I didn't know how to take it. So I just laughed it off and let it drop. The next week he was hanging around my desk singing. Near you, it's like heaven to be near you. He never kids with any of the other girls, and they are all single. I guess I'd better tell him that he, that he, I better tell you that he is married, and so am I. Why should that come into it? Are you he's attracted nice, to him? He's nice in every way, and I'd hate to lose his friendship. Would it be wrong to have lunch with him if I made it strictly <laughs> lunch? Sign Zoftik. Oh my God! Holy! Oh dear, Lisa Stansfield, this is upsetting. Dear Zoftik. Don't see this clown outside the office and don't be receptive to his jokes. Tell him tell him it's be true to your spouse week, which lasts 52 weeks a year, and ask him if he'd like to join. Abby. Does this clown wear an ass hat? What a dick! What? He literally called her a cow to her face. She's yeah. like, I guess I'll give him five more months. Is this woman me? Yeah. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Is it okay if I'm still friends with him? Is it okay if we slept together three or four times? He made me moo. I mean, yeah. And he made me wear the costume. Yeah. But, you know. He tried to milk me, and now my nipples are so so tender. So very. But he's wearing a lovely rainbow wig. Huh. Did I ever tell you about finding Jules' stuff in the basement? His clown stuff? Perhaps. But go on. Uh, The previous establishment we lived in had a proper basement not a sub basement this thing filled with water anytime it rained love that my jewels being a clown clown a crown, a crown. He, being in the crown he was he was in the, in cra- the crown he, yeah uh he played prince albert and and he wore one i know who knew and he had all of his clown stuff in in these like boxes downstairs because you never let go of the clown once you become it there's like a whole weird Oh, it's it's a whole category of people that's terrifying, and it's almost like joining the I the Elks Lodge or like yeah, it, you know, like I need to leave now. The Illuminati or what? The Masons, sure. those weird guys yeah. that are like we know a secret that the rest of the world doesn't know, and it's creepy. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so he's got all of his stuff in clown boxes in the basement, and the basement flooded during a hurricane, and we went downstairs, and all of it had fallen out of the boxes and was floating in the water. You've killed him! (laughs) No, at first I was like, they all float down here! He's in the water! He don't look at the reflection of the water! Floating. Uh, Wigs, noses, big shoes, oversized comb. It sounds like you're describing your attacker and (laughs) out of breath. (laughs) And I'm working through it. What was he wearing? No. What else? Come. How tall was he? I didn't see it. <laughs> white face. No, I mean really, really white face. Just floating. Huge mouth. And, and uh, he was heartbroken when all the water receded. It went down and we're cleaning up and there's all this shrapnel everywhere. And he was upset that, that he had to throw all of his clouding stuff out. But the best part was he was cleaning it up and he had a huge comb that was like five feet long. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> crying and fake combing his hair. I was like, okay, that's the only funny thing I've ever seen a clown do. I appreciate that. But you don't want to find out that your husband was a clown in a different life. There's rodeo clowns, party clowns, circus clowns, you know, uh, circus, circus peanuts. There's there's all sorts of different clowns. There's, there's like the Cirque du Soleil clown. The different category of clown. Okay. I actually think the Circus Ole clowns might be a little bit hot out of out, out of uniform. They Can are. Can we say uniform? They're all ripped. Because they're ripped. Yeah. Yeah. 
But the second you would say I'm a Cirque du Soleil clown, that's it. You. I'm like, you do what? You do what for a living? Well, maybe that's different, though. What? Mm. Living the Cirque life? Yeah. Cirque life. <laughs> you have to go. You ha- Then you have to find that out for me because I'm not going to date a Cirque clown. Well, I'm not going to date a Cirque clown either. Oh, damn these pesky marriages getting in the way of our clown loving. I just want to be a Cirque clown. It's too late. No, no, it's never too late to make a career transition. To something athletic. Can you imagine if tomorrow you came in and you're like, I found it. Because you were working with that career counselor for a while and you're like, here's what we landed on. Hear me out. Cirque. Cirque. What are you going to do in Cirque? I think I'd do trampoline work. That's what I would do. Okay. What about the bendy stuff? What about the... Mm, I got a bad back. Okay. Okay, understandable. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that would work, especially because they don't stretch a lot. Do you have to be stretchy to be a clown, though? A circ clown? Yeah. I think so, I think you have to learn how to suck your own dick. <laughs> suck it. Let's just see how flexible you are. This audition is really intense. I love these auditions. The casting director comes out sweaty, hot. Oh my god! Oh my god! You have no idea what I've seen. Some shit. Do wow. not go in that room. Not until they've cleaned. Real good, kid. Real good. God, these auditions go on for days. I just thought he'd never give up. It's like oh a dog with a bone. God. Literally. Seriously. You get the job. You all get the job. Just for showing up, you get the job. You all get the job. You're a circus clown, and you're a circus clown. Oh, can you please not break the Maha Abar? I have a final article for you. This one comes from the Daily Standard, May 31st, 1971. Clown is driving fiancé nuts! Dear Ann Landers, I am going with a young woman and, and considering marriage, but she has a sense of humor that drives me nuts. I never know what she's going to do next. I could write a book about this girl's looniness, but I realize your space is limited. So I'll give you just an example of her latest idea of a joke. I am a professional man. Again, very good at being a man. And I do a considerable amount of public speaking. Last night, I was the guest speaker for a local church group. As the minister was introducing me, I glanced down at my friend who was seated in the front row with her wig on backwards, a set of huge false teeth in her mouth, the kind kids buy at a novelty shop. She had crossed eyes and was waving a small American flag. (laughs) Naturally, I broke up. It was all I could do to pull myself together and get into the speech. On the positive side, she's a wonderful person, completely devoted to me, and I want to marry her. How does one deal with a weird sense of humor? I am dead serious about this, Anne. I need a workable solution. Signed, M. Dear M, if the clown insists on accompanying you to your speaking engagements, make sure she sits in the back. If she sneaks up front and acts up, have her bounced. He who lost, lost. Aion! So she has this, you know, funny sense of humor. It's really quirky. It's really specific. Yeah, it's I like, like to show up at your establishments of, of, show up to your workplace. Yeah. You know, with assless chaps. Just some, you know, a, a treasure trove of wonderful Looking delights. like the naked cowboy waving small American flags. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a body paint artist. I have to express myself. I wonder how long that naked cowboy is going to do this for. Oh, he's already franchised. You know that, right? Who do you mean franchised? He has franchised himself. So when you see naked cowboys in Times Square, that is not the OG naked cowboy. That is one of his employees. Mm. It is one of a legion of cowboys he has trained how to be naked and play guitar in Times Square. Wow. And I you did not know that? Busting my ass. Yeah. Yeah. The man is a millionaire because he sang in his underwear with a guitar in Times Square, liked it so much that he was like, you know what? There's room here for more. So he's like the Applebee's of street performers. He figured out how to franchise himself. Wow. And I am ready to put my head in an easy bake oven and make Anthony make me cry. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say on this article? That I. Clowny girl. See, I know. I'm sorry my clown articles are about people behaving like jackasses, which is another thing, another reason. Clown never has a good word. It's not a good word. 
No. Quit clowning around. Yeah. He's a clown. It's a sexy clown. Never. No. Ever said. Yeah, unless you like Lisa Stansfield. Unless you're working, unless you're Lisa Stansfield working in a spirit Halloween store. Right. Which <laughs> or is Spirit an- Airlines. You're like, Lisa, can we talk to you? Um, I know you want to come and work for Spirit Halloween again, but can you s- stop shopping in the steampunk section? Because we need that for the people who are coming in. Bing. Thank you for flying Spirit uh, Airlines. This is Lisa Stansfield. I'll be your pilot. Oh, I'm God, your- no! You have been selected to travel around the world because I, I, I. <laughs> Lisa Stansfield is your pilot, and she just keeps trying to find her baby. I don't baby. know where we're going to land, but we're going to find it. Let's start with France, everybody, okay? Here are the clowns. They were wonderful this time of year. Um, we're going to park. I'm going to run around, and then we're going to get I'm right get back, back on. on. Yeah. None of you are going to be able to leave. We're just going to uh, gas up, and then we're going to go over to Germany if I don't find him. Right. God damn it! Find her baby! Oh, no. I got on this plane. Oh, I knew about it. God! It's the joke plane. Welcome to Stansfield Air. It's going to be a long day. Everybody get comfortable. I hope you like clowns. Why did I buy economy? Ah! <laughs> I hope you like clowns, Stansfield Air. By the way, the uh, air conditioning isn't functioning. Uh, I'll be right back. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> and the laboratory in the front is out. Now that's a horror movie. I'm just saying. Love it. <laughs> All right. Should we do some some Instagram mail? Yes. It's time, time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. I've been around the world. I've been around the world. I've been around the world. I can't this find the mailbox. I don't know when. I don't know why. While you're writing in, you can email us right now. Dear Pot Official. And we're going to read it. We have one Instagram mail question this week. It's not from Lisa Stansfield. It is from somebody else. You can email us, deapodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at deapodofficial. Send us an Instagram mail question for looking for advice from us two chachas, and we will send uh, a response in the form of Lisa Stansfield. Uh, Patty, we have one question this week. Would you like to read it to us? Yes. Yes, I would. Here we go. Dear Pod, my husband works a high-stress job with long hours. I've been trying to get him to take 20 minutes out of the day to meditate. He says he doesn't have time for that woo-woo stuff. I've tried telling him meditation will help and can always find 20 minutes sometime during the day. At the rate he's going, I'm afraid he will have a heart attack if he doesn't take small steps now to calm down. Any suggestions on how to convince him to meditate? Signed, Not So Zen, Karen. Dear Not, I just finished American Horror Story, and what my takeaway is, is that you're always a good syringe away from meditating, a.k.a. sedation. Meditating isn't for everyone, yet we are being sold to do so aggressively. You think they're, it's like the Shenzhen show. I know the benefits are great, especially if you live in a booming yet noisy metropolis. I've tried it, and my mind just doesn't stop racing, and eventually I pass out. I think that deep breathing made me hyperventilate because I thought I was doing it wrong, and then I tried to catch up to the instructor, and then I saw this white light, then I saw Shirley MacLaine, and then I woke up in the coat room of Gallagher's Steakhouse. Wait a minute. Maybe I wasn't at a meditating clinic. After all, I remember going to a supper club and talking with this up-and-coming club comic called Bill Cosby, and that's about it. Hell! Meditating is dangerous! Maybe try doing some breathing with the hubby just like he helped you during childbirth. Oh, wait, he didn't help you. You had to do it all by yourself, didn't you? Well, then, spend as much time with him practicing relaxation and he did helping you dilate. Abby. Oh, that got angry. Yeah. That went in a direction I wasn't ready for. An erection. I got stuck on Gallagher's Steakhouse in my brain, and I was like, are those still around? Yes. Are they really? Gallagher's. They, Gallagher's and Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris, everybody. Gallagher. Go back and listen to last last year's uh, Christmas episode where we unpack Ruth's Chris and my I'm deep hate, to... deep hate for the name of that establishment. Yes, deep. Ruth's Chris. Here's what Anne has to say to not-so-zen Karen. Dear Zen, you know that old saying, you can lead a man to meditate, but you can't make him namaste. Huh? Huh? People, and stubborn husbands in particular, rarely do what you tell them, even if it's in their best interest. There's a reason one of the most popular TV shows in the 1950s was horrifyingly titled Father Knows Best. 
Did he? The man wore a suit to dinner in his own house. If sitcoms throughout the years have taught me anything about gender politics is that the man is dumb and easily manipulated into ultimately doing the thing the wife wants as long as he ultimately thinks it's his own idea and he gets the acclaim, cut, print, roll credits while I put my head in an oven. I could sit here and spout all sorts of Mayo Clinic facts about the benefits of daily meditation, especially for those who claim they have no time for that quote-unquote woo-woo stuff. But facts rarely penetrate the male heterosexual mind. So hit him where it hurts, his stomach or his crotch. Make him a delicious dinner and tell him to take five minutes to breathe before he eats. Before sexy, sexy time, tell him you want to go tantric and that requires breathing. You can be his little nam-yo-ho-renge-ho. Sneak small meditations into his life like you're feeding a little kid broccoli. Hide it amongst the chicken fingers. Good luck, you hippy dippy son of a bitch, and happy all. And breathe again, breathe, breathe again, again, even if. Oh, there's another one too. God, what? adult contemporary. Bradson. You know what it's time for? No. It's time. time. For a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. We're talking about clowns and we're drinking for clowns. And I'm drinking away all the childhood fear of the worst thing I've ever. Has anybody ever actually dressed up as a clown? This week's specialty cocktail in honor of our clowny theme is the clown car. A little song, a little dance, a little James Jules Ferris down your pants. We're going to get arrested for this one. I like that. For this, you will need one ounce of Ferne Branca, one yeah, ounce Campari. Oh, I love Campari. A half ounce of passion fruit syrup. Oh. A half ounce of honey syrup. And a half ounce of lemon juice. What could possibly go wrong with all these ingredients? So here's what you're going to want to do. Add all ingredients into a cocktail shaker, fill with ice, shake, strain into a coupe glass, and garnish with an orange peel. Mm. And here are Jules' tasting notes. Garnish with Jordan Peel, if he's available. He's very busy these days. The scene is set. The lights go down in the arena. A single spotlight hits a VW bug racing around the center ring. Then suddenly it comes to a stop. The side door opens and out steps a clown. Then another clown. Then another clown. Then another clown. Then ten more. And all you can think to yourself is, with all those clowns jammed into that car, what happens if one clown breaks wind? And does the sound of a clown farting sound like a bicycle horn? (laughs) Welcome to the clown car. Created by Frederick Yom of Somerville, Massachusetts. Hey, my father's hometown. This little drink keeps on introducing more flavors as you sip. Bitterness from the Campari, sweetness from the passion fruit, sour from the lemon, and the presence of a clown's air biscuit from the Ferne Franca. Wow, you really sold that one. Wow, why does it look like tomato soup? Ah, oh, George Gershwin was right when he once wrote, Who could ask for anything more? Now let's break into Jane Jules's old clown gear and find that oversized comb. I'm laughing just thinking about it. It's a comb, but it's huge. Ah! And that is the clown cop. Those are the tasting notes. Uh, just to let you viewers know, what viewers, listeners, all the people who touch us, you should know it looks like V8. It looks like a tomato sauce. Yeah, it's so a cocktail. It's going to surprise me when I sip it, correct? It's not going to be tomatoey. There's no tomato. It's tomatoey. It's, okay, wait, it's fruity before, I smell orange. Oh, oh, oh. What is in this? I've never felt so many things all at once. This is like if I licked a garage. I don't hate it that much. I didn't say I hated licking a garage. (laughs) Touche. I feel like I need a tetanus shot. Oh, I can't, I have never been so baffled by a drink before in my life, which is how I feel about clowns. This looks like one of those lakes that have like a ton of algae and shit floating on top of it. Yeah. So I'm actually, my my taste buds are really confused. That's, and I think that's how I feel about clowns, that they were created to try to make us happy and instead scare the shit out of us. I don't understand clowns, period. Not their period, but... (laughs) 
do clowns get their period? I just never found a clown funny. This is the weirdest. I find this drink profoundly unfunny. There's like something minty tasting in it, right? That weird aftertaste? I feel like I drank paint thinner because it's removing everything that's on my tongue. Yeah, she's strong. There's no doubt about that. The color is still confusing me. I taste something minty in the aftertaste. This is the most confusing cocktail we've ever had, so I highly recommend making a clown car so that all of you can figure out what the hell is going on. Good luck. Just like clowns, it's upsetting. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm unnerved. Right? Look at the two of us. This just like wore through all of our Botox, just scowling. Look at Julesy, taste it. I mean, I guess if I like practice blowing people on a lead pipe, maybe that's what this tastes like. You don't? Not anymore. I mean, I don't want to chip my teeth. Huh? That's why you didn't get picked for the bros movie. Uh-oh. Well, la-dee-da. Okay. Um, Mr. Zagat with his little... I like when the butternut tastes and plays off the lemon juice and the honey syrup and gives it a piquant aftertaste. And I... <laughs> it goes to a place that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, no, so apropos of clowns. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the drink. Both. No, your Both. impression of Jules. Oh, okay. I had to, I had to take a wee the other day, and I sure. was in Queens. Which, first of all, I'm already working at a disadvantage. You're in Queens. I get it. And there's no, you can't just go into a place and use a bathroom. And I think that, you know, everybody who does heroin in bathrooms has ruined it for the rest of us who are not using the bathrooms to do heroin this time. Who are not doing heroin. Yes. So you can't just like walk into a Starbucks and use it like you have to you know, prove, you have to buy something, and then you're like, here's my urine sample, here's my blood test, here's my passport, um, and here's the last three tax returns in order to use a bathroom anywhere in New York. Mm -hmm. And I was in a panic state. And this is why people, I think, ultimately pee on the streets. Remember how you said you saw that, like, guy in a suit looking like a perfectly respectable guy just peeing in a doorway? Yeah. Then this guy is me. I get it. I get it now. It's like, if you are not, I, I'm surprised I didn't. I don't remember what happened because I really blacked out after this because I, I was like, okay, a planet fitness. There was a planet fitness and I was like, you know, I don't look like somebody who's going to go in and fuck your place up. You know, I don't look like somebody who's going to write my name in poo on the walls. You don't know that. Famous last way. Well, I mean, I'll, what do I need to do to prove it to you? What if I like go in and I'm like, I'm the host of Dear Pod Comedy Advice Podcast. Here's my website. Here's, Here's uh, my, my Instagram. License. Here's my handles. Yes, exactly. You can follow, like you can come in after me. I you can actually come in with me to make sure I don't do anything that isn't worthy of a Planet Fitness bathroom. Correct. Just for the record, things that are happening in your bathrooms by paying members, probably not anything better than what I was going to leave in there. Right. I walk into the Planet Fitness and I was like, at this point, my eyes are yellow. I'm just like, can I just use your bathroom real, real quick? Like, and you recognize that you're you're the weak person in this yeah. relationship coming in. You're like, oh, please, sir, I'm the Oliver. Like, can I just use your bathroom? And they were like, um, and it's three like twenty somethings working behind the desk of this Planet Fitness. They could easily just be like, yeah, it's right over there. But the three of them are looking at each other like, you guys, should we, should we take a vote? Should oh, we? I'd be like, fuck. I would just go. I would. I wanted to pee in the middle, like I was Reagan <laughs> in uh, The Exorcist, in the middle of that dinner party. Walk into the middle of their living room and just take a whiz while they're playing piano music. And that's the three of them. Like, so now they're like looking at each other, like, who's gonna say no? And and sure enough, one of them was like, are you? <laughs> A member here? Here's my dollar. Fuck you. <laughs> Honest to God, I was ready to sign a contract for Planet Fitness because it would have only cost me 30 bucks for the whole year to take. It would have been worth it yeah. just to pee and never use the membership again. I should have. I should have given them a 10. Did you go to the bathroom or not? No. What? Because I said I'm not a member. And they were like, we can't. Can't let you in. 
if you're not a member of Planet Fitness. And of course, me choosing to just get angry. I should I should have just peed right there. Hindsight being what it was, I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And I, I walked out. I was like, stupid fucking. And I'm sure that's on a video somewhere. Wow. That's going to come back to haunt me. When it's time, when I'm finally scheduled, it's ready for me to be canceled. She got angry in the lobby of a Planet Fitness because they would not let her use the facilities. And then those three girls became him. <laughs> and that, <laughs> and those three girls were Wilson Phillips. <laughs> if you hold on for one more block, I can't, I can't hold on. Then sign a contract. Oh, God, the act of signing the contract would take long. I would just pee while I'm signing it. Well, but, uh, that's so much Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.